Thanks for listening to The Red Tree House, where I tell scary stories to keep you up at night. You can listen to The Red Tree House on your favorite streaming platforms, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Be sure to follow, like, and subscribe. Oh, and leave a five-star review. You can follow The Red Tree House on social media, on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and X at Red Treehouse Pod. And now you can find the Red Treehouse on Patreon. Join the Red Treehouse community for as little as $3 a month and receive exclusive member benefits, including personal shoutouts, early episode access, bonus episodes, and more. Simply go to patreon.com forward slash Red Treehouse. You can also subscribe on Spotify to gain access to three bonus episodes per month. As always, if you have a scary story or topic you'd like me to feature on an upcoming episode, email redtreehousepod at gmail.com. Important note, sources for this episode can be found in the show notes. Covering 1.1 million acres and stretching over seven counties, the Pine Barrens are a massive tract of land in southeast New Jersey. The Pine Barrens, also referred to as the Pinelands, is known for its dense foliage and acidic nutrient-poor soil, and are the largest of its kind in the northeastern United States. The area is home to a diverse ecosystem that has thrived in unique conditions. Among them are 144 species of birds, 36 species of fish, 34 species of mammals, 30 species of reptiles, 24 species of amphibians, and the Jersey Devil. For nearly 300 years, It is believed the Pine Barrens have been stalked by an evil creature with, quote, a horse's head, long legs with cloven hooves, two short front legs, a forked tail, and a bat's wings, end quote. No one is quite sure how tall it is, with estimates ranging from three to six feet tall. What is agreed upon are its glowing red eyes and the loud screeching noises it makes. The folklore behind the Jersey Devil is fascinating, varied, and scary. And equally as scary are the testimonies from people who have claimed to run into the Jersey Devil throughout the years. Strange hoof-like tracks have been found in the soil of the Pine Barrens. And it's been reported the Jersey Devil is responsible for attacks on wildlife and family pets, and is thought to be the incarnation of the devil himself. In this episode of The Red Treehouse, we're going to explore the origins and folklore of the Jersey Devil, and you'll hear testimonials from individuals who have had some scary run-ins. What is the Jersey Devil, and is it real? Or is the Jersey Devil a centuries-old folktale that while scary, is more fiction than fact. And, if given a chance, would you camp out overnight in the Pine Barrens? I'll share the story. 
you decide for yourself. I'm your host, Will. Welcome to the Red Treehouse. mentioned earlier, there are several different origin stories for the Jersey Devil. And while one is the most well-known and widely accepted, we'll start by covering the lesser-known stories. While researching, I came across a small handful of articles that referenced the Lenape people, an indigenous tribe local to the region of the Pine Barrens. They believed the area was inhabited by a spirit called Msing which was described as, quote, a deer-like creature with leathery wings, end quote. Another story tells of a young woman who fell in love with a British soldier in the time of the Revolutionary War. On October 6, 1778, British soldiers fought American soldiers, during which the British seized and destroyed supplies, homes, and other buildings in the area. When the romance between the American woman and British soldier was discovered, she was cursed as a traitor. Months later, she gave birth to a child, known as the Leeds Devil. A third story tells of a young woman who encountered a gypsy who was passing through the area, begging for food. Afraid of the gypsy, the young woman refused to help, and the gypsy cursed her for it. Many years later, the woman gave birth to a male child who became a devil and disappeared into the woods. But, without a doubt, the most famous and well-known story is that of Jane Leeds, also known as Mother Leeds. It's important to know there are variations to this account as well. The story begins in 1735 when Jane Leeds was the mother of 12 children. After discovering she was pregnant with her 13th, she cursed the child out of frustration, saying the unborn child would be, quote, a devil, end quote. According to an article in Weird New Jersey, quote, Mother Leeds was not living a wealthy lifestyle by any means. Her husband was a drunkard who made few efforts to provide for his wife and 12 children reaching the point of absolute exasperation upon learning of her 13th child. She raised her hands to the heavens and proclaimed, quote, let this one be a devil, end quote. A few months later, on a dark and stormy night, Mother Leeds went into labor and had forgotten about the curse she'd pronounced at the start of the pregnancy. With friends and family gathered around and with midwives helping with the delivery, she gave birth to a healthy baby boy. But what started as a joyous occasion quickly turned 
into a terrifying nightmare. Within minutes, the beautiful newborn baby transformed into a hideous, demonic creature. The article from Weird New Jersey described what happened next. Quote, The wailing infant began growing at an incredible rate. It sprouted horns from the top of its head, and talon-like claws tore through the tips of its fingers. Leathery bat-like wings unfurled from its back, and hair and feathers sprouted all over the child's body. Its eyes began glowing bright red as they grew larger in the mother's gnarled and snarling face." End quote. Accounts vary as to what happened next. One article reported the creature, transformation complete, screeched loudly, spread its wings, and beat everyone in the room with its tail, killing Mother Leeds. One article stated, quote, The creature savagely attacked its own mother, killing her, then turned its attention to the rest of the horrified onlookers who witnessed its tempestuous transformation. It flew at them, clawing and biting, voicing unearthly shrieks the entire time. It tore the midwives limb from limb, maiming some and killing others." End quote. The creature is reported to have broken down the door to the next room, where it attacked and killed its father and several siblings. Then it flew up the chimney and disappeared into the Pine Barrens, where it lives to this day. Something interesting. One version of the story claims Mother Leeds was a witch, and the father was the devil. The child, then, was the product of an unholy union between the two. Surprisingly, historical data appears to support at least part of the folktale. Mother Leeds is thought to be Deborah Leeds, and her husband was Japheth Leeds. A will written in 1736 identifies the couple as having 12 children and having lived in the Leeds Point section of southeastern New Jersey, where the Jersey Devil story is said to have occurred. Something else that's interesting. While the early moments of the Jersey Devil's life were violent, subsequent encounters with the creature do not include violence or harm. And while eyewitnesses often experience overwhelming fear, there have been no reported violent encounters in nearly 300 years. In fact, sightings of the Jersey Devil are widely thought to be a forecast of impending doom or death. Over nearly three centuries, encounters with the Jersey Devil have ranged from hearing, quote, eerie noises and wails in the forest, end quote, to distant sightings, to face-to-face -face meetings. One of the most famous sightings occurred in January 1909. Councilman E.P. Whedon was sound asleep when he was suddenly awakened by the sound of, quote, flapping wings outside his bedroom window, end quote. When he went outside to investigate, Councilman Whedon found cloven footprints in the snow. What's fascinating, though, is Councilman Whedon wasn't the only person to encounter the Jersey Devil. 
From January 16th to the 23rd, 1909, hundreds of sightings were reported throughout South Jersey and Philadelphia, which was nearly 50 miles away. Some reports were as far as Delaware and Western Maryland. The reports stirred fear throughout the area, causing schools to close and workers to stay home out of concern for their safety. It also spurred on a series of hoaxes, with one, quote, including a kangaroo equipped with artificial claws and bat wings, end quote. Over the years, monetary rewards for capturing the Jersey Devil have reached as high as $10,000 and it's been reported the Jersey Devil has been shot at, exercised, and officially declared dead. Still, the sightings continue. Reddit user Dragon567 posted, quote, It was only about 10 p.m. at night. I was slowly drifting off to sleep when I heard what sounded like horse hooves outside my window. I rationalized it to be the horse farm down the road. But then, I realized the horse farm was three or four miles away, and I wouldn't be hearing hooves this clearly. I was instantly seized with fear, though I couldn't figure out why. I wanted to look out the window to look at the wooden deck just outside to see what it was, but I was too scared to look. I eventually peeked out. I saw a large creature standing on my deck. It had bat-like wings and a pronounced snout. Two horns sprouted from its head, and it had two smaller claws on its upper body with horse-like lower legs. It looked at me for a moment before beating its wings and flying away. I didn't sleep at all that night." End quote. An unnamed Reddit user posted, quote, In the summer of 2010, I decided to visit the Pine Barrens located in southern New Jersey. The Pine Barrens is a massive forest area filled with camping grounds, resorts, a small river, and even a couple of ponds. It's the perfect place for an outdoorsman or an adventurer. My purpose is, however, were not to visit this place for the sake of experiencing another dull camping trip. I decided to camp, as I felt what I was looking for would have no better setting. But, unlike most campers, I attempted to prepare for an event that would change my life and bring a slightly twisted mind like me a psychological thrill, even if it were to bring me death. In the Pine Barrens, according to legend and several accounts, lies a creature called the Jersey Devil. This creature was nicknamed by the inhabitants of the state, as this creature seems to reside solely in this forest. I found an unnamed road off Washington Quaker Bridge Road and felt this would be the perfect place for me to make camp this night. To be honest, this off-road wasn't much of a road, it was a trail that was poorly made. I had to park a little bit up from where I got onto Washington Quaker Bridge and hike my way in that direction. I wanted to get as deep into these woods as I could, as far away from any type of man-made civilization 
that could impact my chances of seeing the devil face to face. My goal was to disturb the land of the devil, to let him know I was there, and to come find me. If the tales were true, I would be risking my life. But I had no fear of this. Know that I am not somebody who fears death, but welcomes it as another thrill, for perhaps another life or adventure. It is just another mystery that my persona needs to experience for the sake of satisfaction. With me was your basic camping gear, a tent, sleeping bag, a pre-made tinfoil dinner, and a Ruger M77 bolt-action rifle. My curiousness included if this creature, assuming I'd meet it, would be wounded by temporal means such as a common hunting rifle. By the time I hiked a little bit off the trail, it was around 6 p.m. It took about an hour to clear a spot and set up camp. Naturally, it was windy that evening, from moderate gusts to small breezes. Despite what I was searching for, I was completely calm. Perhaps it was because I was doubtful that I'd meet this creature tonight. There are a moderate number of experiences recorded by people seeing this creature firsthand, so I can't say that they are few and far between. My doubts were calmed, however, after the events of that evening. It was around 10 p.m., based on the last time I looked at the time in accordance with the event. I was passing the time by reading a book called Nightwatch. I feel if there was a world where paranormal creatures existed around mankind, it would be a world like how this book portrayed it. It stirred up my imagination, maybe wondering if the Jersey Devil is a creature that is merely tolerated by the paranormal folk of our world. Do they let him be? Or do they control him by only letting him reside in these woods? These thoughts began to joyfully enter my mind when I noticed the breeze around me began to slow. The wind eventually stopped, as it had been steadily blowing all evening. My natural focus was on the crackling wood of my fire, but I turned my focus away from that noise to listen to the woods. Is he close? Has he been watching me all night? These contemplations began to excite me. I was filled with joy, and of course, the natural nervousness that brings fear. I don't know why, but I knew he was there. I knew he was close despite no noise and no hint of something being near me. Not even the slightest chirp of crickets filled the night air. Only silence. I closed my book and picked up my rifle fully knowing that this would likely not protect me. I believe I stood there for 20 minutes, constantly looking around, hoping to see something move. I thought for a moment that this was not my night, and I'm only tricking myself into wishful thinking that he was there. At that moment, a screech that pierced the silence echoed through the woods. The screech matched the descriptions of several witnesses as it filled your mind with terror and fear, no matter what your state of mind was. It was blood-curdling and made me jump enough that I accidentally fired a round from my rifle 
I am uncertain if it was due to my bad gun owner's etiquette or if I had a nervous trigger finger. But this giant creature jumped onto the top of one of the largest trees near me. He wasn't looking at me, but looking around. All he was to me was a silhouette with large claws for hands and massive wings. His head seemed to resemble that of a deer or a larger animal of the same kind. At this moment, I was overcome by awe and I fired a shot at him. The creature's attention was drawn straight towards me, slightly tilting his head as he focused solely on my position. I fired another round towards that direction, but heard the bullet hit a tree close to my position. It was as if I was pointing at that tree and firing, despite my positioning not being as such. The bullet was somehow deflected from the creature into the tree. At this moment, it let out another large screech, and at that moment, I was unexpectedly overcome with fear. I began to run towards the direction of the path. I heard horrible noises behind me, but the creature wasn't chasing me. I tripped and fell into a brush not too far from my sight, but was too overcome with fear to move. At this moment, I questioned if I really did fear death, and if I was ready for the after-death adventure I lustfully sought for at times. It didn't come that night. Eventually, I fell asleep where I had fallen and awoke to my campground destroyed. You couldn't even recognize my tent anymore. The shredding of it was so excessive. My fire pit was smothered and my rifle was nowhere to be found. I decided not to stick around after the previous night. I hiked back up the road to my car and drove to where I was staying in New Jersey. After all of this, I immediately documented what I saw and now share that with you tonight. Was the creature the Jersey Devil? I'd like to think so. But this is what I know. There is something in the Pine Barrens. It stirs the greatest senses of fear that we as humans may not be able to withstand. And do you know what the best part of this is? He's not going anywhere. End quote. As with any other legendary creature, there is plenty of skepticism surrounding the Jersey Devil, with many considering the inconsistencies in the original story as proof that it's fiction. Others argue the story of the Jersey Devil is a sort of time capsule, representative of an era when tales of witchcraft and religious hysteria were more common. In some ways, the legend of the Jersey Devil allowed parents to caution their children about wandering into the woods. Something like, don't go there, stay out of those woods, or the Jersey Devil might get you. And still others simply view it as a great story, a myth born out of colonial America to spook generations sitting around a campfire. I'll admit, of all the stories about strange creatures roaming in the woods and waters, the Jersey Devil intrigues me the most. Maybe it's because I lived not too far from the Pine Barrens, 
or maybe, because the folklore surrounding the creature is compelling. And, while a part of me would love to roam through the Pine Barrens, it would have to be during the day, when the Jersey Devil is least likely to terrorize me. As we close this episode of The Red Treehouse, I'll leave you with a bit of interesting data. One in six New Jersey residents, over 16%, believe the Jersey Devil is real. And, nearly 300 years after its birth, haunts the Pine Barrens even now. What do you think? Is the Jersey Devil real? Or is it nothing more than a centuries-old folktale that, while scary, is more fiction than fact? And, if given a chance, would you camp out overnight in the Pine Barrens? I've shared the details. Now you decide for yourself. I'm your host, Will. Thanks for joining me in the Red Treehouse.